0: Create with Franz Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. This is Franz Sydney, and welcome to Create with Franz. And today we are going to talk about the image that we have of ourselves. How is our self-confidence important? And what is shaping this self-confidence? And one of the things that, you know, underlines confidence is the fact that we believe in ourselves, in, in our interests and our passions and what we look like, what we eat, what we do, we love ourselves and the opposite of that would be when we do not like ourselves. So let's talk about this for a little while. Are we loving being into our own self? I've been noticing for quite a few years that there are a lot of people around me and in the world who are not very happy to be who they are and to have their own interests, their own passions, they do not like their body, they do not like their voice, their eyes, nothing. And um, I was watching a very short BBC programme last week when they were interviewing people and uh, these people were telling to other people what their inner voice tells them all the time. And it was quite frightening. You know, things like, oh, you can't be popular because you have thick legs or Oh look, nobody's going to look at you, no girl is going to like you, you have no muscles. Oh, oh your, your hairy legs, disgusting, look at the pores, I can see the pores on your skin. And and all sorts of um, expectations coming to people that somehow just keep playing in their mind over and over. One wonders how can we possibly be happy if we are constantly told by this inner voice, which is obviously listen enough to everything uh, or your hair is to be straighter or more curly more shiny more blonde or longer you have to have hair if you're bald enough or, or you can' go out without covering up all these blemishes all your spots on your face and you have to be absolutely shaved from top to bottom you you know or or the opposite. You are too beautiful, too good looking. You have breasts or curves or muscles, you are too tall, you're attracting attention. People might attack you, so you need to eliminate this femininity or masculinity. You want to be safe, so cover up because you know you might be attacked. Or other beliefs that I see a lot of, for example, oh, I can only be happy, you can only be happy when you have the perfect skin, when you have a beautiful amazing body when you have more breasts bigger breasts explodingly big breasts or maybe no breasts at all then you're going to be happy mm-hmm. or the lips the lips are never good enough right the lips have to be bigger they have to look like two balloons the eyelashes have to be a meter long I mean uh, we never end the muscles poor guys you you cannot just be fit and you know do a couple of sports no you have to have big muscles you have to have you know the uh, the turtle and, and it's like Come on guys, but that is what people are listening to every day, from the media, from their friends, they are not. are feeling they are not popular, they cannot be liked by others because they are not fitting in, because they are different from what, different from what, from what people are expecting them to be, because they are not dressed the same, because they don't look the same, because they don't do the same, and the thing is we are all unique, but somehow... We are funneling one image for everyone, that we should all be looking like this image, right? And, and it's just not right. We, we are losing our diversity as people. We don't seem to have the capacity anymore to appreciate people who are a different shape from our body or who have different ideas. We all have to be the same. The same of, of what, of whom? And that is causing a lot of problems. I think it's very sad to see the young people who should be looking forward to an amazing future where they can create the life that they want by going to the right school or apprenticeship and starting to work in a place where they can use their talents. Instead, they are so preoccupied about being accepted by the peer to such a, an extent, can you say extent? Yeah, that um, everything is impossible because the peers seem to be Seem to be sometimes or not, but seem to be expecting that they are all behaving and looking like, like whatever. And although there's always been peer pressure and there is a societal pressure, there is a point where looks and what we are outside is going way beyond what we are inside, and we are probably misunderstanding that what is outside is, is a shell. but who we really are is really inside us. There's nothing we can change outside. They can change who we are inside. And the problem with this, we are seeing around a lot of social anxiety in a lot of school leavers. anxiety also in high school students, university students, college. Then we see things like emotional eating, drinking, drugs and alcohol, vaping, or anorexia and bulimia, and sometimes This comes from this fear of not being liked and accepted and cool and trendy. Whatever is trendy now in school that everyone is doing, we seem to understand, oh yeah, that's what we have to do because everyone is doing it's normal. And uh, that's why we have so many things like self-hate, we have body dysmorphic disorders, we have lack of purpose, we have confusion, we have so much general mental illness, not being happy with who you are, where you're going, what you look like. So in general, a lot of youth and perhaps a lot of adults, they just don't feel good enough. They don't feel nice enough. They don't think they have a future. So there is a long list of problems and we ought to look at this and see what's going on. When we look at what's going on nowadays, what is this source of information that is telling everyone that we have to be all the same, and this image that is so unhealthy, in my opinion, Where is that coming? In, in a lot of places, we say that this is coming from social media or from our friends who have been exposed to social media and then talk to us about things that we were not exposed to. There is an organization called BetterHelp and they work to provide affordable counseling services. And they made a statement. They say a negative body image and low self-esteem can lead to other mental health issues such as anxiety and depression. And they recommend that for the best long-term results, social media users struggling with body image, they should seek help from mental health professionals. Yet what young people do when they struggle with their body image, they go back to the internet and when they say, when they write on Google for a search, I hate my body, I don't like my body, they might be taken to websites that are not giving them proper professional advice, but they're just taking them towards various sources of information that will not be helpful to resolve a problem at all. I just wanted to quote quickly the um, Florida House Experience and they um, made a bombshell study. Uh, they are just a healthcare institution and in this study they um, talked about both women and men who compare the bodies in, in in ways that are not very useful because, you know, we look at the media, printed media and social media and there were a thousand men and women and they uh, focus mm-hmm. on image and confidence, and it turned out that eighty percent, eighty-seven percent of women and sixty-five percent of men were comparing their bodies to images that they consume on magazine and you know YouTube and television, Netflix or whatever. And so, when you think about that, fifty uh, percent of women and thirty-seven percent of men compare their bodies unfavorably. So you know that it doesn't really do them any favor to keep looking at those images and then. Mm-hmm in comparison it's okay to look at a movie and you know watch it and, and say oh there was a beautiful actress or a beautiful actor this one but then when we start thinking i have to look like that so then i can be a celebrity i can be happy then we are just crossing a road we are <laughs> starting to think you know, i can only be happy if i look like that that's that's another layer that can create a lot of problems because every day we are exposed to photographs of men. They look uh, full of muscles, don't have an inch of fat, and they're all shiny. They don't have a hair on their body. They have hair on their head, and they're brilliant. And women are perfect, forever young, not a wrinkle, no pores, big eyes, extremely long eyelashes, and very thin waist. And we see these huge boobs and sorry to say the word, you know, and big bottoms, and we think. That's what we're supposed to look like when we look at ourselves. We don't look like that, we are not working in fashion. We are just probably in a 95 to job like everyone else. We are not that, that body shape or whatever. And so, what we do when we post an image online of ourselves, we Tend to feel really bad about this, and we a lot of times we even people who are you know 50, 60, we we try to change everything. And um, we use a lot of selfies nowadays, right? That's that's okay to have a selfie, but the problem is that there are applications on TikTok and Instagram, etc., to change and to edit and to even add makeup and color and muscle and uh, bulk up the bodies and make it thinner and alter lots of parts using bloating filters and whatever, so that we look as much as possible like those people that have a makeup or they've been photoshopped uh, so much but we don't realize they're not the same. In fact, I remember I took a note of this in a piece of paper there is a website called beauty fake I don't know where it is uh, probably it's actually a place on Instagram but I can't remember and, um, and yeah they they show photographs of people that you think oh wow astounding stunning but then you see a photograph in another post they they did not take it was taken by somebody that's observing them and they're like a completely normal person you know, just a fit person, but because the photo was so posed and photoshopped or whatever, we think, oh wow, that's what I have to aspire to, but no, unless you see the real person in front of you, actually have no idea what these people look like. And yet we allow this huge amount of pressure to come on us and to make us feel that we are never good enough, so that leads to anxiety. And this is not like my opinion, there was like a systematic review of 20 papers published in 2016, so that's a long while ago, and they found that photo-based activities like scrolling through Instagram or posting pictures of yourself were a particular problem when it came to negative thoughts about your body. So I'm calling here Jasmine Fardouli, who is a postdoctoral researcher at Macquarie University in Sydney, Australia, completely wrongly pronounced, but you know, you will understand me. And she said, quote, people are comparing their appearance to people in Instagram images or whatever platform they're on and they often judge themselves to be worse off and that's something that you know we have data 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 there is a survey of 227 female university students when women reported that they tend to compare their own appearance negatively with their peer group and with celebrities but not with family members while browsing facebook and so this is very worrying but research also says that men also they're not immune uh, there was a study that found that men who, who reported looking at male fit sport content, so fitness, more frequently than others. They compared their own appearance to others more often and they cared about having muscles more than others. So this is not just women and it's not just young women, it is everyone, but in a higher percentage for women, obviously as we can see from the data, and it is involving how we're spending our time instead of preparing for a good, good future, enjoying what we have. We are we are instead wasting time to try to achieve a dream that is impossible to achieve and it's not actually worth it. Now, recently, psychologists are getting very worried and they're increasingly highlighting the fact that social media creates a new pressure to engage in body work and to sculpt this perfect body. So when users see these idealized images of appearances in the social media and they make this comparison, you know, look at me, I don't have such big eyes, oh, my, my face is too fat, or oh, I should take some fat off, that's a new surgery they're doing. Well, these people are more likely to experience a negative body image and in turn, they have a host of detrimental outcomes, for example, disordered eating. And uh, you know, if you look at how many adolescents nowadays, uh, is, mostly women, tend to have anorexia and bulimia. That is because we keep having these images there of these really, really thin people who have incredibly big um, <clears throat> uh, parts of their body due to the fact that, you know, surgery has happened and Photoshop is going on, etc, etc. And we think we, we have to be like that. We cannot look like Barbie. That's not a, a normal body. And so there was a there's an outcry in the society to try to see what is going on here in the schools. What type of models are you giving to the other students? Why are you spending so much time looking at images that make you think that your body is wrong, that you are in the wrong body. This body is wrong. It cannot be me. Look at me. I mean, I am fat. I'm just too tall. I'm just too short. I'm just too hairy. Why do I have these sexual organs? And this is all wrong. I mean, we think that the whole body is wrong. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's different from other people, we think that it's wrong. Even, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you now another example that is terrifying. So it is from a piece from Amanda Lee Mascarelli in September 2014 and it talks about the media's dangerous influence on body image and you think oh well body image um, doesn't really come from that is because we are health aware. No it's not. There um, There is a lot of stuff going on and in the United States and other countries the overall rate of eating disorders has remained steady for decades But this hasn't happened, for example, in the Southern Pacific Island National, Fiji. I hope I'm pronouncing this correct. So very a called Ann Becker, and she has been studying for 20 years, so now 30 years almost, uh, she's been studying the effects of media on youth. And so she's an expert of eating disorders at Harvard Medical School in Boston. And so she decided to study the girls in the island of Fiji for two reasons. First of all, because until the mid-90s, doctors had reported only one case of anorexia nervosa in the entire country of Fiji. And, um, and so, she wanted to know why these girls were protected from a disorder. And yeah, the second reason was that the people in remote areas of they didn't have television until 1995. And that's exactly the year when the government began to allow TV stations to broadcast Western programs and almost overnight, all the youth were exposed to Western media. So what happened? Well, up to then, the culture in the Fiji was uh, putting a lot of value on a on a woman that had strong bones, that was robust and, and uh, was very valued because she was large and she could bear children, and she could do work, and in fact, the culture was encouraging women to eat a lot, and um, so. There was no reports until 1995 of people that were purging, vomiting or anything, sorry for the word. Um, that was fine. But then the Western television problem arrived. I'm going to call it problem because people started to watch Beverly Hills, Metal Melrose Place and The X-Files and they started to look, you know, um, what was the name, Pamela, something, Baywatch, <laughs> all these images of these really perfect uh, people. So what happened to that? There was a problem. Sure enough, they have a sign of change emerging by 1998. And one in ten girls in a small survey that was conducted then said that she was trying to lose weight and they were provoking vomit because you think that's typical of high school, maybe in the United States I was saying this Dr. Baker, but actually, no, the um, three quarters of the girls in Fiji were reporting that the body image they had was changed by this television uh, program. And what is interesting is the researcher found out that um, the girls didn't have to be watching television to be affected. It was enough if their friends had been exposed and then they could go and say, oh, look at what, I've, you know, I saw this and I saw that and that's what we're supposed to do. Look, you now you're going to be cool. And so all these conversations that people were having, they were introducing these Fiji girls um, or Fijian girls to the fact that you have to be lean. And, um, and so there was this stronger link between social networks and dangerous eating behaviors. So that's, that's quite bad. So Dr. Becker said that these, friendly, these friends likely set and change the social norm. So this is important, this appeared to be an important way that attitude has to what's considered normal, I gets established in school and community. And um, what is normal maybe in England is not the same as in Italy, it's not the same as in Yugoslavia or in Argentina. And, and things are different. I think that this is normal for our brain to work like that because we tend to see an image over and over and over until it becomes so familiar we don't even notice that. And we think that's normal, even if it's not normal. So in a nation where maybe it's normal to be all very much overweight because then that means you're flourishing, you can have babies, you will think you're beautiful. And then when you move to another nation where people uh, tend to be thinner you think, oh my gosh, I'm actually fat, and you might have a problem. But it isn't just about the weight. This is about the shape of your body, the legs, the nose, all the parts of your body that can be changed. For some people, this becomes a really serious problem. And and that's why we see now so much Botox and surgery and um, very, very painful things that people do, like needle, what are they called? Um, well, I don't know, those needles, they go to the face. Well, anyway, I think it was called maybe thermo abrasion when you have all these needles, three millimeters, they go inside your face, and there's a person operating these needles until you're actually bleeding, and they're basically resurfacing the skin. I was like, I would never go through <laughs> all that pain just to have a new skin. I mean, are you guys kidding me? And why? Because we, we have to look perfect, we have to look good, we have to look young, because we are getting the message from the media, from everyone that unless we look younger, especially women, we are no longer of of value. And so that makes me really worried that we are seeing our body, our outside as the, the most important part of the equation, because of course we all want to be healthy, lean, when it's possible, within our own circumstances, we want to be sporty, that's fine, there's nothing wrong in exercising, there's nothing wrong in eating good foods, you know, that should be good. Um, And then it's good also to be body positive, whatever we have. I think there's a a threshold when we become so obsessed about having the nose like so-and-so or the same breast as Katie Price. And then we start going (laughs) like our life changes because you know what, with surgery, you never end, do you? You start with one bit and then you do the other and eventually you're all done up. And this morning there was an article in the news from Katie Price, I looked at her photo and in, in a, there was like a bikini and I was like, oh, I never realized how big this stuff is and how can she sleep with this? And and she said in the article in the interview, she said, I look ugly, I'm not like myself. And I was like, wow, you spend, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of, of pounds or dollars And you still don't like yourself. So maybe the thing of not liking ourselves has not much to do with what we're looking like outside, but it has more to do with this perception that we have, and we can change that perception if we start changing the way we, we think. I cannot obviously talk about the entire topic, I just wanted to make an accent on this because there are lots of forms of anxiety, self sabotage, etc. You know, and I, and I do work as a therapist with all these things. But this form is so subtle, and people think, "No, oh, just normal and just cool." And I just want to be like everyone else. You know, what's cool in the school? Then I have to do exactly that. We, the fashion. that's how I'm gonna dress. Otherwise, I'm not safe. I'm gonna be attacked. I'm gonna be raped. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna be criticized. And, you know, we have to really start to think and, and open a debate about how we are treating our youth and how we are allowing them to treat one another with a text, asking for photos that are not supposed to be there and always talking about the body. Can we talk about the brain? Can we talk about what you like doing, you know, something a little bit more saucy and intelligent, like the brain. The brain is sexy, guys. It's a lot more sexy than the skin because the skin will age. It doesn't matter how much surgery you do, how much uh, skin resurfacing you do, you will age. That's designing new genes. We are born to die and we will eventually age. So let's, let's go quickly to a piece that I found in Forbes and it offered a few tips on how social media users can maintain a positive outlook on their body image. And they say well, first of all you should unfollow or unfriend all the accounts that try to sell you products with your body and trying to make you you know feel that you're not good enough second keep up with accounts that promote healthy living with factual information so healthy living does not mean to starve yourself it doesn't mean to cut off parts of your body it doesn't mean to to bind, restrict, or explode, or make everything huge. That's not healthy living. That is self-torture. Yeah, it's painful. The next suggestion is to tap into the way body positive influencers treat body image. So, how can we look at our body in a more positive way? And then, they do add, avoid speaking negatively about your own body, especially in real life. I might I have to add one of my comments here, one of my fun style comments, if we keep speaking negatively about our body, we will eventually become very familiar with this concept and we will become blind to our own uniqueness and beauty. And so it is very, very rare that a person is truly and 100% ugly. We always have one part of our body that is nice and good to look at and at least is not terrible. Unless we've been all burnt in an accident, but even so, so we have to find things that we like and concentrate on that instead of just looking always at oh I got this, I got this, I got that. You're never going to be perfect, and you never what is perfect anyway. So let's go to the next one. Disconnect from social media to be active. What did I just say? Disconnect. Yes, Forbes said. So there was an article from BBC uh, from was it like 2020? Uh, yeah, 2020, May 2020. I was just reading it before. It was saying that uh, if we spend the whole time consumed by media and watching the news, we're just gonna um, eventually become very anxious about it because you know media have a way to sensationalize things. Sensationalize things so they look more you know. Uh, the are worse than they are. And this is the article from BBC. They were saying, you know, after the bombing in Boston, um, the television programs were showing over and over and over more details and more gruesome images of the blood on the street and people kept watching. And people who have not been there, they didn't die. They didn't have the accident. They didn't have any friends. They were having PTSD from watching these images over and over and over. So it's important to avoid watching the news the whole day continuously all the time trying to look for something that you know we're not in the war i mean not here in other places yeah but even so it doesn't help and i think this is also the same for any of the news because you know like when there was this big pandemic thing it was COVID day and night and you kept watching you thinking wow we're all gonna die but yeah one percent died of 85 year old plus but we didn't all die but yet in the media it looked like that was really the end of the world we were all gonna die in 24 hours. And so what we have to understand is, we always get what we focus on, don't we? So it's good to be informed, it's good to research both sides of everything, but there is a point when we have to see if this media exposure or exposure to our friends is bringing us to the point that we hate our body, we are actively hurting our body, by not eating or scaring it or cutting off bits and whatever. If we are having this problem, that's the time to shut off the media, shut off those those friends who are not actually friends if they're leading us to do this and go and talk to a professional who knows about mental health, go to a psychologist, a psychiatrist, whatever you want, a CBT person, and talk and say, well, I feel like this, I think I need some help, and um, get yourself into the queue. You know, there is a waiting list, wait and get there, but don't just get always with those people who are going to put you down because you are different, because you don't have a perfect job or the look or your passions and interests are not the same as other people and um, because that's very very unhealthy and eventually the self-confidence you have will crumble completely you will not believe in yourself you will lose the the brightness the the joy of living you will lose purpose and you will not have any energy to go and do everyday things because you are terrified that you're not gonna make it because you're not good enough you're not smart enough etc so it's very important for mothers and fathers also to look at this stuff and uh, <laughs> Such a high vocabulary here. Talk to, to their children, to their teenagers, and young women, young men alike, and see what's going on. You don't have to ask, do you need a therapist, darling? But just, just look, are they too preoccupied? It's okay to look brilliant, but are they too preoccupied? Are they crying? Are they feeling bad? Because sometimes we don't pick it up. Are we eating and eating and eating because we don't feel good about ourselves? And while it is very good, if you have decided for yourself, yes, I want to change my hair color, or I want to lose weight because I'm going to be healthier, that's fine. And you shouldn't be blamed for wanting to lose weight and be healthier. That's your own choice. Well done. If you decided to be healthier, that's good on you. But So there is a point when the youth have to understand that they are unique, they are different, they're not designed to be a little clone, stamp and duplicate of everyone else and and that's why we are so beautiful and so my message ultimately is that we are more than our body more than our looks more than everything else that the media is pumping day and night and so if it's making you feel bad shut it down shut it down completely and just take a break for a few days and just stop and just listen to yourself and ask yourself who are you and what you want from life because certainly we don't want to spend the rest of our life being medicalized patients, continuously having surgery to be bigger and smaller and I don't know what else we can do to our body and to pull a bit we're not a doll, you know, <laughs> we can just put together a bit. We can't do that and we can't live a life that other people want us to live. We have to live our life. That's our right. So please remember you are a lot more than your body and you are a lot more than you think. You are worth it. You are enough. You are loved. You have a purpose. You have a mission and you are valued. So don't underestimate yourself ever, ever again. Well, that was enough for today. So it's been half an hour and it's time to cut this episode off completely before I say too much. And I hope that it was useful for you. And if you have any questions or comments, please contact me. I'd be very happy to uh, reply to you and have a chat about this topic. And thank you so much. And please share it if you think it was useful. And I'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. You have listened to Create with Franz Sydney.